Anyway, uh, this is my official intro. Welcome to the test. <laughs> that is not gay news. <laughs> I'll take back everything I said about you not being pissed. Cut away for four. Carlos Brathwaite. Remember the name. And my goodness, it's gone way down to Swansea. Off in style. I, was, I was sat in the cabinet room and I was like hosting me on meeting. The big man, the fridge is open. He's flown like a gazelle. What can Chris Gale do? He goes low. Oh, you're right. You've got a man beside you. He's got it. England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins. Welcome back, everyone, to The Rongan Watches The Test, the greatest audio cricket gogglebox series currently available on Spotify and iTunes. Welcome back to Mike Goff. Welcome back to Matt Cracknell. Thank you. And Ollie Godden in Farnham, Surrey. Oh, actually, it's great to be here once again. Did you introduce me with that It gunk? really is. Now... <laughs> I thought that was your introduction. What was the gong? <laughs> that was me. I, I thought it'd make it more like I thought it'd make a more clinky sound than it did. <laughs> well, the gong cut out, and then I was just left in like left in silence. And then you went on to <laughs> talk about maps. Either way, the gong symbolises a uh, new member of the uh, of the Rongan podcast cult. <laughs> And the Rongan The Test watch along is where we all sit and watch cricket's greatest Aussie Tears <coughs> documentary. We're currently one episode in, and given the fact that this introduction has been far more fluid, you can probably tell that we're about a bottle of wine in each as well. Oh, so yeah. what we do is we sit and watch Amazon's The Test, and every single time someone says bloke or mate or nice one Gary, we all have a little swig of our drink and laugh at how witty we are. Percy, you sound absolutely loved. <laughs> yeah. I'm not to be fair. I'm not too bad. Uh, I think you just cross half a bottle of wine with a, a general amiable persona and it goes a long way. Sounds like you're speaking at 0.75 speed. <laughs> Look, I might be speaking at a slower tone, but I edit it, so if I sound a bit pissed, I can speed it up. Yeah, speed it up in the edit, mate. So, here we are at episode two, and before we click play, we're going to have a little look at what this episode is about. Last time we watched the Australians get absolutely hammered by England 5-0 in an ODI series, in which point they also set a world record of 481 runs in one innings in an ODI. Today, Justin Langer is keeping the process going. <laughs> and this time, in the words of Amazon, our favourite organisation who we are forced to be a member of there is a renewed focus on character over cover drives ollie is that how you describe your playing style um to be, to be honest bertie i was on my phone and not listening to anything you just said <laughs> something about cover drives ollie, would you describe that given that according to this episode there's a renewed focus on character over cover drives mm. you can really relate to that not really, no. Um, I think cover drives are more important than anything else. He's got zero character and there's no play to cover drives. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The worst combination I, I can ever imagine. I don't really understand either of those words. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Anyway, it's a renewed focus on character over cover drive for Justin Langer's men as Justin and the team head to the UAE to face the mercurial Pakistan. Da-ding! <laughs> there we go. Who says that booze in limits your inhibitions? I don't think anyone that says that, really, to be honest, Bertie. <laughs> <laughs> I said that the wrong way. It's going right down to the wire, Australia, 358 for eight. To be fair, though, could you imagine playing cricket in Abu Dhabi? Like, I just... It'd be too like, hard. Yeah, it'd be, be bad. I'll tell I you what, the, for this episode, anyone saying it's hot should be a finger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I was going to say is that I struggle, I struggle playing in like twenty-five degree heat in England. Like, never mind. What playing. a field that is. And by I, the way. I'd also struggle expressing my gay rights there, but that's another <laughs> issue to the heat. Two tests against Pakistan in the UAE. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. Notoriously, the hardest test in cricket: <laughs> Pakistan and UAE. The partisan crowd in UAE, God, they're hard to deal with. <laughs> they all get pretty numb. They all, they all get pretty teams. mental in the UAE, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, they all get battered the, on the, yeah, the amount, the amount of beer snakes you see on the Western Terrace in the UAE. <laughs> Can you imagine the atmosphere of playing in front of a half-empty <laughs> crowd against a team which just is based um, 2,000 I mean, I've played away. village cricket for the past 10 years, I so mean, yeah. I you'd can. be lucky if it was half-empty. I mean, genuinely, playing at Chesler Street, there were more people watching than watching Test cricket in the UAE. Oh, there's Peter Siddle. Loves his bananas. <laughs> I think it's unfortunate for Peter Siddle that his entire personality has been boiled down now to the fact that he eats about 20 bananas a day. I, That's the only interesting part I, anyone I watched about. um I think highlights of something before, and um, it showed Peter Siddle bowling, and it got up on the on the clock that he was ninety three mile an hour, and I thought that was absolutely bananas. Peter Siddle, that's all. That's that is all bananas. <laughs> if you've got a potassium deficiency, you're not bowling. What's a deficiency? Miles an hour. A deficiency. He can't, he can't possibly have a potassium deficiency. Does he have with a the amount, the amount of bananas that he eats. You can get yeah, potassium poisoning. Banana King himself. No, you can't. You have to eat like thirty thousand bananas. You yeah, you, exactly. So you can. Higher banana. Maybe potassium is superpower. I'm sure you can get. I'm sure you can die of most things of overdosing on anything. To eat thirty thousand of them. Mate, it's not in our zone. We don't play it because it gives them a chance. Well, he's got a lot of sun cream on them. Labaskagni is really. Really weird, like application of something. Yeah, yeah very strange. I'm just gonna have a little bit on my nose and a little and loads on well, my lips, I, and that's it. Can I? Can I just say? Can we have another drink for whenever Justin Langer sounds overly Australian? <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's quite Justin difficult Langer's because he is Australian. Because when he's going smack it down into the ground. What? 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 What the, what the hell <laughs> was that? South African. <laughs> Why is it the Australians have a better awareness of skin cancer than almost any other country? I mean, it's a huge. I assume a huge, it's a combination of their it's heat. It's a huge flame. because they don't have any ozone. It's but yeah, it, it must be because we get we get four days. Is it of sun because a year. generally it's a white nation with a lot of lot of sun? Yeah, because here we we just don't know how to adapt to like the fifteen. They've got weather. a hole in the ozone layer just above. Yeah, they do actually. It's because I mean, it's about Antarctica. Yeah. Every club cricket side has at least. Two blokes who will absolutely lather on sun cream oh, no yeah, matter what the weather is. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they are rangers, so you know they have to do it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it is. I love was he. He's got his own mind. He's strong in his beliefs, and if you treat him with respect, you usually get your best results. I like this episode. To be fair, I do. Kawaja comes out, comes into his own. Oh, uh, Ka- yeah. Kawaja rarely shows his colours in this episode. Kawaja, good player. Good bloke. I I do I do I do like Uzi. Mm. He just oozes uh, cool. You, the really unfortunate thing with Kawaja though is that he just has just a terrible record in the UK. Like whenever he plays mm. England in the in England, he just has a terrible record. To be fair, when, whenever it's I watch him, I think we're never going to get this bloke out, and then he just. Does get out? Yeah. He just gets himself. He looks look, so good. And you then... look at where he scores his runs. He scores his runs through cover. He drives through cover and he whips through leg and sweeps. He does. Like, he doesn't play straight. Confidence. He never shows the full face, and he's always going to nick it in England when it moves. Oh yeah, he will. Yeah. I've just I see that 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 shows the difference between two people: one who knows about his cricket and his brother currently plays county <laughs> cricket, and me. I just said he looks like someone who inspires confidence. You, the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah didn't he come in the ashes last year and sort of he's there and he's sort of subbed in and then just just never ends up doing well, it's, it's, he started bad at three yeah, didn't it's it? a little bit mental it's because it's because like, it's, he bats at three for them like regularly until they come to England so like he bats mm. at three in Australia and India and all of the subcontinent and scores a shit ton of runs and then he comes to England and just can't, just can't score anything. He plays spin well because of where he hits the ball. He can hit the ball both ways. Yeah. He doesn't really hit the ball straight. Um, so actually with spin, he can always hit with the spin. Um, and then he can always defend. In England, when it moves quickly, he really struggles just because his scoring areas are square. Um, so he's always, he's never showing a full face. He doesn't drive down the ground. So, Usman Khawaja averages 53 in Australia, averages 19.7 in England. Yeah. I spoke to Steve Ward last week. He felt that the Australian cricket team had lost its humility. Um, he thought we were a bit, bit arrogant, um, a bit selfish. They sat here in a meeting saying how they felt that over the past couple of decades, Australians had lost their humility in a way like this is a genuine they never had, they never had when Australia were the best team in the world they're to me as someone who is a bit of an outsider their entire aura was built on the fact that they were unbeatable yep. yeah. yeah but they weren't not on humility they weren't like pricks so I never thought like Brett Lee no. and McGrath and Warren and Langer and Hayden I, was ne- I never disliked them like I have this Australia team of the last few years I didn't yeah. know yeah there was, a, there was, a, there was always a good side I, mean, I, I, I think there's one I definitely agree with that elite... that, I, I, I don't think that sorry can sorry? we just stop uh, the phrase elite mateship uh, <laughs> <laughs> elite mateship it sounds like they're on a on a fucking royal navy ship in the 1950s uh, yeah I'll carry on from that point that I was about to make though is that so I never disliked Shane Warne. He was the best spinner in the world, possibly ever. But I never disliked it. I thoroughly disliked Nathan, yeah, Nathan Lyon. You can have. And I think you can have more respect for the some... arrogance. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think I always appreciate a shit cricketer more than a good cricketer because I'm a terrible cricketer. 
<laughs> yeah, no I just think, I, I think Vaughn was just always classy. Like he was a, he was, they won a lot of games, obviously, but he lost very well. So I mean, like, oh yeah, like when every time Flintoff whacked him everywhere in the Ashes 2005, he said, "Well, bad friend." Yeah, yeah, he like, did. It's because it, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, they're not, they're not would big then things, come back and take wickets. There the weren't cameras on him. Like he didn't have to do it. He he was actually like saying, "Like, what well a mate." Yeah. The one thing I will say about modern cricket that I think slightly does disservice to all the players is how every word said is very, very visible. So maybe 15 years ago, you would capture that handshake and you would capture them on the big cameras of them being like acknowledging of another player's talent. But nowadays, everything on the stump mics, and I'm sure we're going to rip into Tim Payne on the stump mics at some point, but... Yeah, I think a lot of stuff previously it? wouldn't have been picked up that is now. I agree, but I don't mind someone calling you shit all the way through. Oh, no, yeah. If at the end of the day they they say well played, mate, and have the with you at the end of the game, like that's like cricket is about like it's a battle, like it's about getting all the edges you can. Like I don't mind people swearing you being nasty on the field as long as at the end of the day they're actually a decent bloke and like appreciate it. It was amazing, you know, just when they call out your name, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, you know, it's actually happening. I'm going to play, you know, test cricket for my country. I think watching this bit, and it, I think, as I said, it's slightly warm to Justin Langer in a little, a little bit of a way, but I think there's very few sports where merely appearing in a team, in a way, is as much a mark of respect as appearing in test cricket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. And when they when they take that cap, they are so proud of wearing that, and it'd be the same for England, it'd be the same yeah. for an Indian, or the same for a West Indian, or a Sri Lankan. Because it's because and well, that does rub there's, off. There's no Test cricket friendlies like Jack Robwell's got three England caps. For the yeah, side, yeah, like, exactly. But they're all against like San Marino. You don't play games against bad teams, and you don't play friendlies. Exactly, Stuart, Stuart Downing, Stuart Downing, Stuart Downing has twenty nine England caps. Just let that sink in for a second. Last year, darling. <laughs> well, Kevin Davis has one, and he got a yellow card. We're we talking about cricket because I did not know he played cricket. <laughs> if I can turn a conversation towards Kevin Davis, I will. Why? Why? Why is that Test debut in a way more important than any other debut in world sport? Well, I, th- I think I think it's because like 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 with with football, for instance, like you can have a good six months playing football and you'll be given an, an England cap like initially with test cricket it's not the same you have to be up there with the best in county for four or five you years you only play 15 tests a year like, like so I suppose as well with, with with cricket the international game is the pinnacle like if you yeah, play exactly. basketball yeah, or baseball true. or football or, or a lot of other sports then it, it's not the same sort of pinnacle way and the whole of cricket is built towards aside from the domestic uh, T20 leagues the whole pyramid is built towards test cricket and, yeah. and that is the pinnacle yeah always compete no matter what stay humble the way you are but also never never forget the reason why you fell in love with the game I actually really like Travis Head I like seems Travis. like yeah, a, a nice man point. He's another one who you'd like as your club pro. Yeah, you? definitely. Good bloke. Oh, that's going to make me burp. What are you going to say? It's going to make me cry. <laughs> no, no, I'm not crying over us. He's... He does seem like a good actually, bloke, Travis. I do like him. Yeah, I like him. Really good player as well. He just sort of blends into that middle order, doesn't he? Like, he, uh, 
I don't seamless. Especially in the Ashes, he didn't necessarily get the credit he deserved. He was just there all the time. He average. He probably averaged thirty-five without scoring. Yeah, I agree. He must have got some so edge bastard, didn't, didn't he? The Joe Denley role. What I was saying was that it's because, like, six months in football, you get an international cap because of like your form, and it's because football's like such a short-lived game, isn't it? Really. Cricket is that you have to perform at that level for like four years, five years. You have to do a few seasons at least. Yeah. I mean, you like you look at someone like Mark Ramprakash, who in in county yeah, cricket he, nev- he never was hands down the best cricketer in county cricket for about six seasons, and then he gets into the international game and just can't quite cut it for whatever reason. I think that's yeah, the I difference. Yeah, I think was mental. Was, yeah. I don't know. I play... Ramprakash plays in my league, so <laughs> I just like, yeah. Does he? Have you, have you played against Mark Ramprakash? Yeah, mate. plays for Stanmore Cricket Club. Good bloke. Uh, do you, do, have you bowled against him? I don't bowl. <laughs> he, he's one of those blokes... He, he, can't, he opens the batting and he either gets 100 off 30 balls or gets... <laughs> None. <laughs> like, I can imagine him actually being an absolute cock. He just doesn't really care. Yeah, he's a bit of a cock. Like he doesn't really care. Oh. He doesn't really get involved. We're not getting Mark Ramprakash on the podcast. It's just a bit odd. Like it's like if you don't really love it, why would you play club cricket? Yeah. I yeah. Sorry, but what do you mean? He, what, you wouldn't be playing club cricket if you didn't like doing it. Or does he? No, are you no saying one, that he just no likes? He stands there like he hates it. Like honestly, he tries to hit every ball for six, and then stands at first slip, calling you a shit cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that Mark Rampakash plays cricket the same as me. <laughs> oh, Mark Rampakash is my favourite cricketer now. <laughs> but actually, I'd like to refer to something you said when you said, uh, "Why do you play cricket if you don't enjoy it?" No one enjoys playing cricket once it comes around to it. Like everyone enjoys the idea of playing cricket, and then it comes to a Saturday, and you're like, "Why have I signed up for this?" I think it's a weird notion that, that anyone actually goes out on a Saturday and enjoys himself. So Matt's just sent through to me Mark Ramprakash's average, and he doesn't play any more than seven matches a season. Yeah. But seems to consistently <laughs> average over well, six. Is, 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 is this in club cricket? Yeah, this is in club cricket. He is quite a useful club player. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, yeah you, you'd imagine so, wouldn't you? <laughs> and Fitch's way. First runs in test cricket. What do we think of Finch as a player? Phenomenal oh, test. Great. Him. I love oh, him. Sorry, T20 I, player. He's a, he's a cracking player. Is he coming down the side of the Matt Cracknell love side? No, because that's bloke. quite rare. No, no, I, I like him, Finch. I like him. He's a genuine good, good bloke. He's not even someone who you'd like as your club player. He's a good bloke. Yeah. So he's no Mark Marankash. The main thing I keep taking from this test match in the UAE is how Justin Langer kept saying how difficult and intimidating it was, or mainly difficult, to be honest, in the UAE, and yet there's no one fucking there. Yeah, there's no one there. It is really difficult, though. I bet Mark Ramprakash has scored a ton against you and more, in front of more people. No, he hasn't, actually. Has he not? No. If if you look at his stats, he scores one ton a year, (laughs) and it's usually red, (laughs) and it usually bumps up his season average. And you're lucky if it's not you. I'll tell you what, that's the main thing about a ton is that it does increase your average. The thing about scoring a lot of runs is it improves your average run score. 
Right then, the focus will be on Australian batting now. How fit are they to challenge Pakistan and how dented are they mentally? The one thing that Tim Payne does well among all of this is that he he generally does shine as the captain. He's does he? Like, oh, like he, no, no, he, do, he doesn't he doesn't do anything I, special. I think it's difficult to judge but, on an Australian. But he see, he seemed he genuinely seems like the leader of the group. I agree with that in that as I just said it's not all about averages and clearly he's not been awful with the bat he's been serviceable but the results that have followed around him being captain have yeah. been enough to keep him in that role and he, there's there, I don't think there are really many critics saying no he needs to be removed from the captaincy now because the results following that and the captain in test cricket does have a lot to do with that and it's not a case of one good batsman plus another good batsman means that you're going to win a game it, there's some alchemy involved in the team as well. No, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. No, I, th- I think what's also helped is the fact that Steve Smith isn't a natural captain. Like Steve Smith is an introvert. He's a weirdo. Like yeah, he is. He's a, a he's a weirdo that just like, likes obviously to score runs. absolutely unbelievable batter, but he's not a captain. There's absolutely no reason why you'd make him captain if he is currently the best test cricketer in the world and you're doing absolutely fine why would you risk bringing in Steve Smith to be captain like you look at someone like Joe Root and Joe Root isn't become a bad player but he's not got better while captain I think he does a good job as captain but a very average job as a cricketer that's my opinion yeah he does a pretty average job all he, he around does, he does a, a very good, good job as captain but a very average job as a cricketer but I'd contest that I don't even think he's that good a captain there's it's difficult to like weigh up the variables as to what goes into an ultimately successful side but under Tim Payne Australia have been redeemed under his captaincy and there's no particular reason why he wouldn't be Equally, how much competition is there at wicketkeeper? There's, there's not that much. If he was, if he was a batsman, there might be a lot more. But ultimately, part of the reason why they turned but, to him is because there's not keeps, much competition. Wade keeps and Wade's a far better batter than, than Payne. Wade's ten times better, and they can get another batsman in from putting him but, as a keeper. Who would you but also, they haven't, they haven't got any other batters. Or... That's the thing. They, they haven't got just any other batters. Just because they're good under Payne doesn't mean they could be better. Let's make sure that's not our grand final, okay? This is our grand final. We've cycled back into the Justin does a big speech before they get tonked era. <laughs> I would much prefer to watch cricket in Pakistan and risk being bombed than go to the UAE and watch it. <laughs> Bolts, would you prefer to be How shit does that look? You so you prefer to have be unsafe in Lahore than be in an empty stadium in Dubai? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no room for abuse, but there's banter. This is what playing for your country's about, boys. I'm the captain. I have to stand up and show him that we were here for the fall. So, lads, uh, what have we learned from two episodes of Australia getting beaten? We like, so we, we, yeah, we, we like seeing what Australia get beat. We like it, and that—that's it. That's all we can offer. <laughs> that, that, that's no, it. I think, that's it. End the episode. I think we've we've summarised that there's about three blokes who we definitely don't like. 
and three blokes who we definitely do like and that do like Finch is uh, I think high on the radar at the moment serious good bloke vibes Langer we're warming to uh, Payne we're not so Pay- Payne's one of those is that I think I think he is a good bloke but he's playing up to the cameras because by this yeah I, like, not even just playing up to the cameras I think he, I think he just try, he's trying to be a bad bloke he, uh, yeah, and that makes he, him a bad yeah, bloke Payne's trying too hard just chill out Tim so by the sounds of it, Australian cricket is more defined by being a good bloke than whether you can actually bat, well, according to Justin's team talks anyway. And moving on from one group of good blokes to another, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a normal podcast updating you all on where cricket's at, and then we'll be jumping back into jail and the boys' exploits leading up to the ashes a couple of weeks later. If you could follow or subscribe to us on your podcast platform and leave a review, then that would be great. See you next time. <laughs>